Warning, the podcast you are about to listen to will contain detailed plot spoilers. If you do not wish to have the movie ruined for you, I recommend turning your podcast off now. Also, the podcast will contain graphic and explicit language. If you don't think your ears can handle it, turn the podcast off and go change your tampon. You have been warned. Season screamings, kitties. Welcome back to the Movie Pit Podcast. This is your host, Ryan. Joined as always, Seth. What up, y'all? And tonight we're joined with Jesse. Say hello, Jesse. What up? So, tonight we're going to be talking about the movie Krampus. But before that, as always, let's go around the room, talk about what we've watched and what we want to see. Um, let's see here. <clears throat> I I watched this pretty interesting uh, trailer, or it was like a short. No, it was a trailer, but it was a short on it was like Fiona. And it was like a Shrek story, but it was like a Shrek horror story. Oh, yeah, you sent me that. Yeah, that little short was pretty cool. Um, but I I have to be honest, um, I haven't really been spending too many hours watching films. You've been stuck in God of War mode. Yeah, I've kind of spent the last like week playing, you know, it happened. Um, but I don't regret any of it, man. It's been a very magical journey. and I'm, I'm, <laughs> I haven't finished it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Um what do I want to see? Um, I want to finish Black Christmas because we did start it. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was super into it uh, from what we saw. I, I liked it, but I want to finish that shit. And then just everything else that we keep talking about. And then hopefully you've seen some new shit that I don't know about that now I'm going to want to see. Yeah. <laughs> That's my... How about you, Jesse? Man, you know how long it's been since I've seen a movie? <laughs> <laughs> well, about 30 minutes. Yeah, so that's <laughs> Nah, uh, I don't know. That's actually like the first movie I've seen probably all year. Okay. Oh, nice. wow. Okay. okay. Right. Completely okay. empty right here. Yeah, man. I'm checked out in this realm. <laughs> hey, man. It's, hey, that's it's a journey. Not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. But hey, I have full attention on this movie, though. Yeah. <laughs> so I finished uh, watching Leverage. Okay. So I finally burned through all that. I did watch the sequel to A Christmas Story, A Christmas Story Christmas. Were we right? Was it like post-apocalyptic and like oh, everybody no. was trying it, to murder each other? This movie was a love letter to Darren McGavin, who played the dad in the original. But it had everything that you wanted from the that original fucking 83 movie. It mm-hmm. was campy as fuck. You mm-hmm. had majority of the original cast returned for it. Okay. Um. It was very interesting seeing them all grown up. Mm-hmm. A lot of them still look exactly how they did <laughs> in that fucking original movie. Yeah. Some of them, not so much. Uh, <laughs> Drugs took a toll. And I guarantee if he was still alive, Darren McGavin definitely would have came back to reprise his role as Ralphie's dad. Oh, totally. But it, it was a fun little movie and it's worth a gander here and there. Yeah. Uh, I'm still waiting to see a trailer for the mean one. Mm. I've been searching the internet every fucking day trying to find one. If 
Have you heard anything about the mean one? No, maybe you can start pointing me. So part it, of it is I just don't have a good resource. Well, so. What the mean <laughs> ones is, is because a lot of properties went into public domain. So this is a slasher horror movie version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. <laughs> just <laughs> bitching, right? <laughs> I am yeah, looking listening. so. I'm looking so forward to fucking seeing this thing, um, but I'm just waiting for a goddamn trailer. The movie's supposed to drop December fifteenth, so fingers crossed that we get something in the next couple of weeks. Okay, it'd probably be like Thanksgiving. That seems like a good time yeah. to drop something. Like oh that. yeah, absolutely. Good point. Inside knowledge. Because, uh, <laughs> the government told me. We also, uh, I showed you the trailer for it. Um, they still haven't released a release date for it yet, but they're also doing a Winnie the Pooh one called Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. <laughs> that trailer looks fucking bonkers. Yeah. Like, just straight up fucking how they designed Piglet and the fact that it's Piglet and Winnie the Pooh. They're just fucking psychopathic, like Jason-esque killers and whatever the hell the woods was called and that fucking Winnie the Pooh bullshit. Uh, I can't remember. Was never a big Winnie the Pooh fan. <laughs> but that's pretty much all I've been watching as of late. Um, nothing crazy, crazy. Uh, I did finish um, that... Uh bastard son and the devil himself or whatever show about the witches oh okay and yeah uh my sister came over on friday oh yeah i guess i'm gonna fucking asshole we watched uh the empire strikes back uh, i even and, forgot that you mentioned that yeah right uh i need to write this shit down because i i was like i know i watch things i just don't remember to bring them up and she loved it that was the first time she'd seen it mm -hmm. and i was you know we're, it's definitely so, the best one in the and that's what Wars. we told her was like she's seen everything else but these ones and she was like, that is the best one I've seen out of anything else. And I was like, that's what I'm saying. She gets it. Yeah. Yeah. So are you the asshole forgetting that you were uh, hanging with your sister or that you forgot you watched Star Wars? A mixture of both. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to be honest. I forgot. I just realized you guys were here. Like, <laughs> I, I travel through time completely different, man. I, I hardly pay attention to existence. Warp drive. <laughs> yeah. I travel through time just I in a haze. probably Star Trek. Kind of piss off all the sci-fi nerds. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but More. she had seen all the other ones but had never seen empire yeah dude for sure or even um i mean so the original the original three she hasn't seen so we watched okay. you know so she only saw the crappy prequels <clears throat> and the and then everything new, else around it the mm -hmm. new trilogy she's watched mandalorian she's watched like literally everything else <sighs> the three original are where it's at mm -hmm. yeah you it, can't like, beat those i tell everyone they can avoid the fucking prequels 100 percent, just fucking avoid them but if you're gonna watch the original trilogy i do recommend starting with rogue one it's a good lead-in yeah that one was good a new hope yeah great fucking lead-in she said that was like pretty much compared to that was like the second best in line um because <laughs> what i liked about rogue one is they did not shy away from going dark like they mm -hmm. kill every motherfucker in that yeah, movie people need to die and that's what happened especially if it's a whole planet yeah <laughs> i think last time i saw that one's one of the higher ranked ones mm -hmm. like it's better than more, probably one of the originals mm -hmm. it's up there like, but then all the rest of them like i could have just completely done like that the, the han solo <laughs> one toys that's it, all it, it went marvel there yeah. for a second <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they keep coming <laughs> like the han solo one was all right it's very throwaway-ish but I could have been solo or 
uh, Rogue One was just fucking on point. It was yeah. a great fucking movie. It really was all around. The writing was good. The cast was amazing. Mm-hmm. It made you feel good. It made you feel like, oh, you know, it was, it was a great I movie. I will say the CG fucking Peter Cushing and CG uh, Princess Leia, that was a little fucking creepy. Yeah, <laughs> it makes you think, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm wearing my tinfoil yarmulke right now, so I, you know, <laughs> I just want you guys to know I'm safe, so we can talk about whatever you want. Hey, to that's Kanye. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, gonna, they're, they're gonna get you guys. <laughs> You're next. <laughs> this Christmas. <laughs> Coming this Christmas. Oh, God. To all of your homes, Kanye. The Jews. He'll be there. They'll take you down. Well, if he ever stepped foot in my house, I'd be open up with all fucking barrels. <laughs> like, hi, sir. Please leave. Hey man, he's a genius. He just has something to say. He does. We all do. But who's he's listening? a genius, and he will tell you it. Yeah, he's he's not shy about letting people know he's a genius, and I respect that, right? I mean, if I had an ego like that, why not? Isn't there some <laughs> saying of like, the more you say it, the more it's true? Okay, you manifest your reality, <laughs> or people I, just fucking give in. They're like, all right, <laughs> I don't have a baby penis. I don't have a baby penis. I don't have a baby. God damn, penis. that's big. <laughs> there, it got bigger. No, you just your your glasses got thicker. Right. <laughs> You just are so confident. They're like, oh, you know what? You seem pretty certain about this. So you're probably right. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so without further ado, uh, let's listen to the trailer and then give the synopsis. And then we'll get into talking about Michael Doherty's Krampus. It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle bells. Merry Christmas! Looks like Martha Stewart threw up in here. This is delicious, honey. A little dry. Well, mine's delicious. Mine's dry. Do you want to trade? It's the It's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. With those holiday greetings and greetings. How are we going to survive Christmas with 12 people stuck in a house with no heat and no electricity? Or food. There's plenty of leftovers, Howard. Beer it is. That's the weirdest thing. There's no cars, no people. How long can this keep up? I heard something on the roof. What the hell is this? Saint Nicholas is not coming this year. Instead, a much darker ancient spirit. Those are hooves. Elk or a goat? What kind of goat walks on its hind legs? His name is Krampus. He and his helpers did not come to give, but to take. Everybody, hold on to each other. He is the shadow of Saint Nicholas. 
Christmas. Nothing bad's gonna happen on Christmas. This is it, Jennifer. Your big break in TV. Welcome to prime time, bitch. The movie opens with a montage of crazed customers storming into a store for their Christmas shopping, trampling over the store's employees before maniacally grabbing every hot item they can get their hands on, all, all to the tune of it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. In the mall, we see two parents, Tom and Sarah Engel, run to their son, Max, who is in the middle of fighting another child after this child spoke ill of Santa Claus to the other children. Max's sister Beth gleefully films everything on her cell phone. The family returns home where Max's German mother, grandmother, Omi, is baking. Sarah continues working in the kitchen in anticipation of her sister and her family arriving. She is anxious and is as is everyone else. But Sarah tries to keep the Christmas spirit alive in the house. She hangs a picture of her family posing with Santa, but it is ruined by everyone looking uninterested in Santa checking out Beth's ass. Sarah's sister Linda arrives with her husband Howard and their kids Howie Jr., Stevie, Jordan, and baby Chrissy, along with the family dog Rosie. Also joining them this holiday, to Sarah's extreme displeasure, is their Auntie Dorothy, whom Sarah considers to be a goddamn nightmare. The family gathers for dinner where Howard takes the time to boast about his use of guns despite Linda telling him not to bring them up. Dorothy insults Sarah's cooking, so Sarah goes to get the dessert in the kitchen where Dorothy follows her to make more comp complaints until Sarah shuts her up. Stevie and Jordan mock Max for still writing letters to Santa. They swiped it off him and started reading off Max's wishes. He wants his parents to be in love again, for him and Beth to spend more time like they used to, and for things to go better between Linda and Howard. Stevie gets angry when she re reads that Mike, Max wrote that Howard's, <laughs> Howard wishes that Jordan and her were boys. Tom goes upstairs to confront his son and remind him that this is the time of year where they all have to deal with family members like this. After Tom leaves, Max puts his Santa letter in an envelope but he is too angry to go through with it and tears up the letter. He throws the pieces out the window, which are then blown up high in the sky. A dark cloud then forms over the entire neighborhood, followed by a strong gust of wind that takes out the power. The next morning, the whole family is struggling without heat and electricity as the storm, snowstorm blows through the area. Max looks out the window and notices a creepy snowman having been built in the front of their house. Someone knocks on the door and Linda answer, answers it as a delivery guy bringing some boxes. Next to him is a sack of gift, but he claims it didn't come from him. Beth suggests that she walks a few blocks to her boyfriend Derek's house to see if they have power. Although Sarah is hesitant, she and Tom allow Beth to go for one hour. Beth walks through the storm and sees a large horned creature perched atop a roof. The sky becomes darker and the creature appears to follow Beth. She runs away as the creature pounces from rooftop, rooftop to rooftop. Beth finds the delivery guy literally frozen in fear. She hides under his truck as the creature lands on the ground where Beth sees its hooves. To her side, she sees a jack-in-the-box playing a tune. It opens and a small creature emerges slowly before attacking Beth. As it gets darker, Tom and Sarah become concerned when Beth has not returned. Howard agrees to go with Tom and his Hummer to find her. 
and Howard gives Tom a gun to carry just in case. They go to Derek's house and find it unoccupied and completely wrecked. The two see large hoof prints in the snow. They go back outside and Tom hears Beth screaming. He runs to find her only for something burrowing underneath the snow to grab Howard. It nearly drags him beneath the snow until Tom shoots at the creature and sends it fleeing. They find the Hummer has been completely destroyed and they run home. The ladies tend to Howard's leg, which appears to have a bite mark. Omi is seen looking nervously by the fireplace. Tom says they need to board up the house and look for Beth in the morning. The adults decide to take turns keeping watch for anything suspicious. Howard volunteers to stay awake while Tom rests with his family. Howard also apologizes to Tom for thinking he was always a spineless dick. Eventually, everyone falls asleep and the fire goes out. A hook descends from the chimney with a gingerbread man attached to it. This awakens Howie Jr. He goes over to the cookie and takes a bite out of its head, only for the gingerbread man to come to life and frighten Howie. The hook wraps around Howie and starts pulling him up the chimney. Sarah wakes and runs to grab the boy, with the rest of the adults grabbing her for help. Sarah accidentally kicks a hot log towards the Christmas tree, igniting the presents and then the whole tree. Max runs to get the fire extinguisher, puts the fire out, but Sarah gets freaked out by the cookie, causing her to let go of Howie, and he is taken the rest of the way up the chimney. Now convinced that something unnatural is occurring, Ami speaks English for the first time to tell the family that she knows who is doing this and this is all their fault. She says she experienced the same thing as a child through an animated sequence. We see Omi as a little girl in her old poverty-stricken village. She was holding a toy Santa and a loaf of bread, but the other villagers snatched the bread from her and fought each other for it. When Ami returned home, her parents didn't help matters through their own bad behavior, and her mother ripped the Santa doll. Ami lost her holiday spirit and threw the doll in the fireplace after wishing that her par parents would go away. The wish would summon an ancient spirit and this spirit's name is Krampus, and he brings multiple helpers to terrorize the misbehaved. Ami watched as Krampus and his helpers dragged her parents to the underworld, with Krampus leaving her with nothing but a bobble with his name on it as a reminder of what she has done. Ami says the family shows the family the bobble, and to this day, she has regretted making that wish. Howard remains unconvinced that this is the work of some supernatural entity, and he grabs a shotgun to go out and find Howie Jr. As he opens the door, he discovers a snowman with a close resemblance to Howie on the front porch. Several demonic creatures lurk behind the snowman, and Sarah pulls Howard back into the house. Tom devises a plan to go to a snowplow with the family and head to the mall for shelter. Meanwhile, Stevie and Jordan think they hear what sounds like Beth's voice coming from upstairs. They walk up to investigate, but then the adults hear the girls screaming. Tom, Sarah, and Linda run up to the attic and notice the kids' presence had something burst out of them. When they come across an enormous worm-like jack-in-the-box in the process of swallowing Jordan whole, Tom shoots it, causing it to flee towards the vents, where it later escapes. The adults then get attacked by demonic toys. Sarah faces her mother's angel ornament that ne nearly hangs with her Christmas lights. 
Linda is jumped by an evil teddy bear, and Tom is attacked by a robot toy. Downstairs, Howard gets shot with a nail gun by three gingerbread men. Linda sees Stevie in the next room, driving her to grab an icicle and stab the teddy in the eye. She grabs a hatchet and swings at the angel and robot before running to get Stevie. Sarah gets Howard's gun and shoots the robot to pieces. Howard shoots a lantern that bursts, burns the cookies only for one to survive and pounce toward him. But don't worry, Rosie eats it. The family goes downstairs to the living room where Max sends Rosie into the ventilation shaft. The jack-in-the-box clown suddenly crashes through the ceiling in the living room before, before Howard can kill it. The Teddy and Sherrod leap through the hole in the ceiling to attack once more. They take Dorothy and Chrissy while Howard is lost when he grabs onto the clown's tail and is sucked out through the hole in the wall. A loud thumping is heard on the roof, signifying the arrival of Krampus and causing the elves to flee. Ami stays behind while Tom, Sarah, Linda, Max, and Stevie escape. Ami then comes face to face with Krampus who looks like a demonic Santa Claus with a long tongue. He opens his sack in front of Ami and a gruesome looking nutcracker soldier grabs her and pulls her inside. The family heads towards the snowplow only for the creature in the snow to attack once more. Its first attack takes Tom before also getting Linda and Sarah. Max and Stevie get on the snowplow. Max tries to start it, but the elves attack and take Stevie. Max runs after her and he is faced by Krampus. He hands Max his torn up letter that is wrapped around a bauble similar to the one that he had given Omi. This leads Max to realize that it's his fault that Krampus arrived. He follows the demons to the spot where they're preparing to take Stevie. Max calls to Krampus and throws the bauble back toward him. It sinks into the snow and opens up a massive hole in the earth that leads to the underworld. The elves hold Stevie over it until Max tells Krampus that he knows it's his fault that Krampus is there and he offers to take Stevie's place. Krampus wipes Max's tears with his claw, but he and the elves start laughing demonically as they throw Stevie into the hole. Krampus grabs Mark and holds him over the hole. Max says he only wishes Christmas could have been what it used to be. Krampus then Mark drops a screaming Max into the hole. Max then wakes up and finds himself in his bedroom, and it's now Christmas Day. He goes upstairs, downstairs, and sees the whole family together, looking more happy and peaceful than they did a few days ago. They start to open presents, and Max hugs his parents, thinking the whole ordeal was just a bad dream. He then opens his gift to find the Krampus bobble, and suddenly everyone has an ominous look on their face, as the memories of the horrific events slowly come back to them. The camera pans out to reveal that either the family is being watched through a snow globe by Krampus, along with other hundreds of others in his collection, and are now prisoners for all eternity by the evil Krampus. Evil toys appear just for one more jump scare and credits roll. So what'd you think of this? So it's fucking awesome, man. I really enjoyed it. <clears throat> I I had I didn't know anything about it. I hadn't seen any of the trailers. Um, I was like, the name sounds kind of gay, and I was like, I, I think this is gonna be weak. Like I thought it was gonna be a, like kind of B-ish, honestly, just from oh, yeah. being an idiot and a novice and 
dude, it was great. Every every aspect of it was was really I amazing. Know. I'd still yeah. call it a B ish movie. Yeah, but like, and I, I, I like think the director movies. would be upset with that. Michael Doherty would definitely accept that. Okay, so then I guess maybe my own definition of whatever a B film is, because I don't. What's a fucking A grade ass like horror film? Really, basically, no. what a A list film and a B fuck is is the caliber of actors that you can get into it and your budget. Okay, that's what classifies what a B flick is versus a A. What you'd call an A flick was the new Texas Chainsaw. Was that B film or did they have a lot of money to put into that? I that, think they had way more money than they should have to put it. So that. it wasn't a, it wasn't a B film, but it fucking sucked dick. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not a great flick. <laughs> I haven't seen that one, but I just mean like the way you can tell that they could have spent more money, but they didn't. Yeah, it like, was just enough. He like, didn't feel the need to like overdo it. And he definitely like. And I appreciate the that. budget on this one was a lot more than some of his previous work because it's before, a horror movie produced like a comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Because but the special effects were great on it. They yeah. the character design and the way that they, they oh, yeah. it was all beautiful, man. Nothing was like oh. shitty about it in, no. in that spect for me anyways. Yeah. And, but like I said, the, the movie he was known for before this one mm-hmm. was a direct to video it, now it's got a huge cult following, but it was uh, an anthology film called Trick or Treat. Okay. And the cover, it had like a boy with a bag on his head named Sam, who's kind of the wraparound for all the anthology stories. But it became like a staple of fucking Halloween. Watch it. Like everybody, there's, oh, it's on TV every fucking year. And when I heard he was doing this movie, I'm like, okay, now he's trying to take over Christmas. My biggest complaint with this movie is I was hoping it was going to be rated R. It really oh, wasn't, wasn't, though. No. It was pretty PG. Yeah. Think about it. You don't see anybody actually get no. killed. They just disappear. He yeah. was literally trying to make his own version of the Gremlins. Oh, uh, well, also, like, they so they were able to blow way more money on the quality of the monsters and less on gore. So that's probably <coughs> made it yeah. the, the flip flop. But the thing about it is, like, you didn't even realize it till now. So mm-hmm. it was fucking masterly done. Yeah. yeah, they did a phenomenal job with it. Um, just, you, it seems a lot more gory than it is, but I was just thinking, like, there was real no gore. They just kind of mm. disappear, and you're yeah. just left to assume. See, it's kind of like one of those we discussed it on Texas Chainsaw. Everyone thinks that's a, such a violent film and a bloody film. There's really mm. no blood in the movie at all. Yeah. You never see anybody actually die on screen. Yeah. So, like, Im- implied violence can be much more effective than just over-the-top torture porn <laughs> in I, a lot of ways. I feel like a lot of horror movies cheat using gore. Like, they just don't want to build the suspense. They just want that, that sudden... Oh, I or, or, just, or, or like disagree a, with that. Or a quality story. Like, yeah. is this... <laughs> yeah. yeah no. See, like, don't get me wrong. I'm a gore hound to the day I fucking die. Absolutely. But... Like if you can do like what Alfred Hitchcock can do back in the day without showing that, mm-hmm. then you're a great storyteller. Yeah, and you're not relying on blood, guts, and gore. Yeah, like my mom's big into those old, old like 1950s movies mm-hmm. and stuff. And mm-hmm. like when you watch that, man, the storylines so they're so good compared to now. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of what that is. Is you it proves you don't really need so much visual effects. It's almost more fun and gory when you just like. You figure out how messed up your mind is and figure yeah, out how yeah. this goes. Oh, but going to what you were talking about, uh, the 50s, 60s movies, and I made the Hitchcock reference. I don't know if either of you 
caught it, but the very last se- uh, sequence of the movie when they're coming back from all the collection of snow globes, mm-hmm. one of the snow globes is actually the Bates Hotel, Norman Bates house. Cool. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to like, Oh, definitely a shout, mm. shout out to fucking Hitchcock. But I could totally see that. <laughs> and I, I, I like the way that they open this movie. That opening montage is fucking perfect. Yeah. It shows what people are like during the holidays. It's not all fucking happy go lucky shit. <laughs> like I was saying, man, blackfridaydeaths.com. Check that oh, yeah. shit out. You will find all the very awful things you're going to hear about in our country anyways when things like that happen. I've witnessed it. It's interesting. I've I've seen there <laughs> people get stabbed and shit and uh I loved it. I'm very happy they put that in there because it's a yeah. real ass thing, you know what I mean? And uh, the the song choice was perfect to back it up. <laughs> oh, my bad. Oh. Basie. Yeah. Very nice. That came from the diaphragm. Not what, the one I'm wearing. What's up? What'd you think of the uh the casting, the acting? I think it was all great. No, I don't think uh who who would who would be the weakest actor in it? Oh god. Probably, Probably. one of the kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why they get eaten first. They're like, <laughs> oh me, my god, this is personal. <laughs> it's Uncle Howard, because I cannot stand that actor. <laughs> but which one's Uncle Howard? Um, he was the bald gun nut. Oh, okay. Like, I cannot stand that guy. And that stems back from Anchorman because I hate that movie with a fiery passion. <laughs> you fucking hate Anchorman. <laughs> I hate that movie I with a passion. I learned something today. <laughs> I, I can actually get it, though. Because yeah. I, I was into Will Ferrell, and it wasn't until that movie came out. So I was like, you know what? I don't think I really like Will Ferrell. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's so fucking awful. Um, Good. But good. Adam Scott's good <laughs> as the dad. Uh-huh. Tony Coletti is great as the mom because she she's always fucking a sarcastic bitch in every fucking movie she's yeah, in. Yeah, and we love it. That's what we want. <laughs> we wouldn't have it any other way. Well, it was well made as a comedy too. Mm-hmm. The first half of the movie has definitely it's like it's so well written as a comedy. It's weird to see that combination work but yeah it does yeah it, it that's a very fine line whenever you're doing a horror slash comedy it's gonna go one of two ways it's either gonna go very very well or very very wrong because mm-hmm. you saw some of the hatchet movies at least victor crawley yeah adam green knows how to tie that line mm-hmm. between comedy and horror now granted he tends to go more towards the gore over the top gore, yes. <laughs> but and we love it <laughs> but it, you have it's the skill in the writer to be able to toe that line between terrifying and hilarious mm-hmm. tastefully you yeah. know and like blend the two and it can't seem forced right uh, like some of the shit in this yeah you could tell they were going for the forced laugh like yeah. the gingerbread man just their giggles yeah. and their laughs. Yeah, they were I trying to get Snickers. Yeah. I could have done without that scene. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, that scene almost felt like you know, in case there's some kids here, but like you probably shouldn't be taking your kids to a movie like this. So like I don't yeah. know. Shame on you. I like their creepy little sounds. Well, that goes back. Uh, <laughs> do you remember when Bad uh, Bad Santa came out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that movie was released under a company that Disney owned. People saw that and they were taking their kids to see Bad Santa and then bitching to the company is like, this movie isn't for kids. I'm like, bitch, 
One, the movie's called Bad Santa. Two, it's rated fucking an R. R. Yeah. Why are you taking your kids to see it anyways? The trailers clearly portray. Yeah. It, now, granted, like, I would definitely take my son <laughs> to go see any fucking movie. I don't fucking care. But I'm also different. Well, my son was conceived there, so we like to take him there every year so we can see it as a family. Like, I, I raise kids to know. Like, the first time I showed him a horror movie, I think it was the original. I think it was Bride of Chucky. He was probably three or four. Nice. <laughs> showed him the movie, but then showed him the behind the scenes. Showed him how everything was done. So okay. he knew it was fake. He it was a logic. damn movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, any kid that's ever been in my house, I have to do this with them because they're going to see violent fucking movies. because. I don't care who's around. I'm watching what I want to watch. Yeah, <laughs> right. You watch Barney alone, but you watch horror films around kids. Oh, God. Yeah. My brother was. <laughs> <laughs> Teletubbies in the nude, just in the pitch black screen. See, I, I just don't. I, I think it's more I don't like the Shrekiness of it. It's almost like an injection of Shrek with the gingerbread. Yeah. Head. And it, you're like, mm-hmm. this is just so completely unnecessary. All that was missing was the, <laughs> not my buttons, uh, yeah. not my gumdrop Yeah, but buttons. they had the voice on yep. point. Oh, yeah, it was there. And it's like, man, get Eddie Grit or whatever his name was off the screen. <laughs> Yeah, and then she bit one. That was nice, you know. <laughs> and I do like uh, when the initial family dinner, the bickering going on. Oh, that scene where they read the letters—the realest thing. Yeah, oh, that's so crazy. I felt so bad for that little dude. That's the best scene of the movie, though. Yeah, and the fact that it's the realest scene <laughs> yeah. ever happened. Everybody can relate to very destroying. Not a single parent <laughs> mentions about anything that's fucking going on because they're all listening to the letter and i was like holy shit and what i liked about that scene it showed just how much anger issues max had because what we're 15 20 minutes into the movie and he's already been involved in two fucking fist fights yeah (laughs) so that kid's got fucking anger issues he's like i want to be the next krampus Adopt me. Let's do this. Oh, he's definitely on his way to get there. Krampus 7. Sounds like a porn. (laughs) Santa's sack. It's coming (laughs) to you and on you and around you this holiday. (laughs) Filmed on Epstein's Island. (laughs) We're here. (laughs) Wait, I've been here before. Shit. (laughs) We're going home right now. I'm not allowed here. I got banned. <laughs> now I I love Adam Scott as an actor. Like if you ever watch the show Party Down, he was fucking phenomenal in that show. But this next scene when he goes upstairs to talk to Max, that whole like back and forth between between him and then Max mm-hmm. seemed so fucking spoon fed and force force fed. It did not seem natural at all. Yeah, but that's I think that's the only scene in this movie that doesn't feel. That it's actually a natural conversation. Mm. It did smooth pretty well. You know what I mean? From scene to scene. There wasn't too mm. many parts that I was like, I could have done without that. I mean, it's funny that you guys like really hate. Like I didn't, I wasn't so much bothered by the the asshole little fucking gingerbread things. I was just like, I, I felt like they used it to oh, add it, to the it creepiness. It bother me. I just <clears throat> thought it was a, a cheap laugh. Uh, okay, that's fair. Dude, I'm just not into that Pixar look. Mm. I just, I don't get it. I, I've tried 
like up was a cool movie i'll give it to that but all the rest of it i'm like oh, i hate that cartoon i hate that look i hate yeah. the aesthetics of it that's it there are different kind of gingerbread men. Like, I don't know, maybe clay action. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like old school claymation. Let's go old school, like almost evil deadish and just like right. weird yes. clay yeah. stuff. But I hate that CGI fake cartoon crap in a in a it just yeah, uh, it's weird. Well, ever since the great gingerbread fire of like eighty five, I think that like a lot of the gingerbread actors had to retire because like there's there's just not a lot of them anymore. So or do it practically <laughs> like they did in the Ginger Dead Man. <laughs> the Ginger Dead Man, really? That's a film? Is that what you just said? And it's voiced by fucking <laughs> Gary Busey. Oh, I'll show you that movie, <laughs> Ginger Dead Man. Uh, this brings me great joy. Yeah, that's gonna have to be watched. Oh yeah, Ginger we'll, Dead Man. We'll get to it someday. <laughs> He's talking about how messed up it is that we just make men that are acceptable to eat around Christmas. Um, <laughs> well, but dude, we eat and they you, taste amazing. We eat Jesus, right? And you drink his fucking blood. So how are we any like <laughs> we're okay with eating little men that look like people? Some of us do. Yeah, no, good <laughs> right, point. <that's>, right. <laughs> when I said we, <laughs> I, I quit drinking, man. I'm, I can't. I can't be around the church anymore. Every time I go there, like you need to drink this wine. Yeah, I'm like man, I've already had a bottle before I got here, bitch. I told Jesus I quit. <laughs> I you're you're some, a bad influence. I had some Filibertos. Is that like Jesus? Like. <laughs> can i dip my jesus in refried beans mm -hmm. <laughs> right can i get some enchilada sauce i want <laughs> i want jesus wet <laughs> jesus with enchilada sauce there's so much i could say on this and you know so because we went to the same damn school i know but... <laughs> it's okay um, so about krampus <laughs> i like after the scene where when tom leaves his son's room throws the letter out the window and we're immediately the cloud starts to form and then we're jumping right into the world of the Krampus. Mm -hmm. um, I like the fact that they didn't drag it out too long. They get through the family bullshit and then immediately get to the, the, the meat and potatoes of yeah, the fucking story. They like the Krampus chaos fire. And like when Beth decides to walk to Derek's house, I love how like the first glimpse we get of Krampus, mm -hmm. just that silhouette, and all, all you see is the breath coming out of him. We'll talk about that more when we get to that part of it. But I do have some issues with the the look of Krampus. I was going to ask but, about that. So cool! I'm glad we're on the same. We will get there. Mm -hmm. um, but I like the in the background him when she's running down the street and he's just leaping from rooftop to yeah. rooftop to rooftop. It's a great visual. Mm -hmm. And I think what actually made that scene even better than the visual aspect of it was the sound design. Mm -hmm. Like just the, the loud booms when he's landing and that you can still hear the bells, and, but also chains in the background. Just whoever did the sound mixing on this was fucking spot on. They definitely killed it in the sound department. And I think the the music was good too, the background noise yeah. and all the suspense and the loudness. And I loved how um even just something as simple as like the the blizzard going on outside. Every time they opened that door, you could tell that was like a fierce ass oh, fucking fuck yeah. blizzard just kicking dicks down in the door. It's almost oh, yeah. like yeah. a Stephen King movie mm -hmm. where at some point they just blare out everything but the essentials. Yeah. You're kind mm -hmm. of left guessing what's going on. Yeah. And Stephen that, King does that. Like, did, watch The Mist. Oh, yeah. Watch Parts of the Shining. He was there. It's just, you're so, he's removed so many elements out of the scene that you're just left with, like, you're kind of guessing. Yeah. And that's nice. <laughs> that adds yeah, to the like, film. That's a good way to put it. It is very Stephen King ish because it's a good way to isolate 
your characters. Mm-hmm. What a great way to isolate them. And I didn't even actually think about that connection. No, and it works because the actors are kind of re- like you can kind of tell they're in an empty room, just like staring at like, oh, look at the wall and look at the wall. But yeah. It works for that scene because they're kind of like you do the painting. Mm. Now, the one thing I thought was weird with this one is they wake up, all the power and electricity is out, yada, yada, yada. Max sees the snowman outside and thinks that's a little strange. Beth decides to leave, but she's only supposed to be gone for one hour. Next scene we see, the sun's already down, and the parents are just now concerned that Beth hasn't returned when they gave her one hour. Don't you think they would have been concerned much earlier in the day, considering that this is supposed to be right after they just woke up first thing in the morning? She's clearly not the favorite, dude. (laughs) Dude, haven't you ever had, like... More than ten family members in a house. Yeah, and oh, nobody true. loses. That's true. Everybody That's loses true. track yeah. of everything. This Before is you true. know it, you're like, wait, the sun's down. Where, where the hell did they go? Yeah, yeah they're this like, is true. They're like, Timmy, where's your whatever his name is? Where's your bitch sister? I don't know. <laughs> it's not my job to take care of her. You, know, you just let her go. Yeah, whatever. And you're like, I told you two hours ago, but you were arguing with dad. <laughs> <laughs> you drinking again? Well, maybe you should start. <laughs> and I think the way they wrote the cousins was actually pretty fucking spot on because I have a few cousins that I can relate that way with. And I just wanted to constantly, they just, uh, their faces wanted to attract my fist. So, <laughs> How do you, why do you squeeze your fist so much when you're around me? Because I want to hit you. <laughs> Is it too late to have an abortion? How old are you? <laughs> I can abort you right here and now. <laughs> I mean, free of charge. Well, I mean, that's pretty much what Krampus did. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <laughs> He's like, "What's that, Max? You hate your family? I got you." <laughs> Reverse way don't apply to me. <laughs> I got you, son. <laughs> that's why I had the hooks. I was gonna say, <laughs> was Krampus's take on the old coat hanger method? <laughs> He's been coming in handy. He for hooks him and uh, throws him in a sack and goes on to the next place. I was kind of hoping we were gonna see like this hell realm of like where he takes all the kids and shit. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that because there's two camps of belief of how this movie really ends. Lore, oh. yeah, like. You heard how I surmised mm-hmm. the ending of it, and so I you know where I, where I stand on that. Mm-hmm. But pretty much, there's a side that says Krampus has given them a second chance, and that snow globe is his way of keeping an eye on them to make sure that they have learned their lesson. I think that's a cop-out ending. That's Don't give this movie a happy ending. I want a bleak ending. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm in the camp where Christmas morning they wake up, everything's hunky dory. Then they open the present, all the memories come back. My belief is the next day they're going to wake up and it's the day the family arrives and they're going to relive the entire thing like to a, the end of time. Like a groundhog day That's type in thing. Their own personal mm-hmm. groundhog's day. They got to deal with each other and those demons. Yep. Oh man. So I think, and the director hasn't, He's been asked questions about both those mm. topics, but he refuses to give any. He just leaves it. I, f- to I feel like it's that way, though, because like the lighting towards the end is almost warmish. And yeah. Like, and every time you see dreamlike. that in a movie, that yeah. always is like, this is a dreamlight sequence <clears throat> or they're just coming to to from something. Actually, the, uh, that's a very good point, because you just recently watched it. Um, the very ending of... Uh, the, the original Nightmare on Elm Street, 
where it's kind of got that hazy yeah. soft look to it and then you realize it's a bleak fucking ending so i do think that's what the director was going for just as afraid to fucking flat out say it mm. i was hoping that when they like came back and and they were all happy and shit and then I just kept repeating back in my head, well, take them or take me instead. And like he kind of like does his little thing. I was hoping there he was going to just get get sucked into hell right there in front of his whole entire family and shit. Yeah. Like I would have been like, yeah, that, that would have been maybe just a whole bunch of blood spray up and just cover them all mm. up. Well, I know this movie was released like I think a few weeks before Christmas. So this could have just been his way of like, I want to make a horror, but also I don't want to screw up Christmas too much. Yeah. The movie was actually supposed mm. to come out on a. Uh, thanksgiving weekend but they pushed it back to the second week of december to coincide with the festival in austria that celebrates krampus so they released it on the actual day that that festival takes place and that's an interesting thing about the character of omi she originally wasn't she was supposed to be a deaf character Hmm. not foreign um same I, thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of yeah pretty much like i think it's more believable have her being foreign though because that ties more in with the lore of krampus because we don't celebrate we don't talk about krampus in the united states that's a european thing hmm. and like they take that shit fucking seriously that's not right. even european that's straight out like probably austrian it is austrian yeah <laughs> And they're very isolated yeah. in the spot. We just have priests. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so fuck you. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so after all this crap is going down, I love the scene when the hook comes down and with the gingerbread man on it. Yeah. It, because what other way are you going to learn to lure a little fat kid? <laughs> <laughs> it works. <laughs> I've done it. I think that's the director's way of cutting the worst character. Mm. Get him he's out like, as fast as possible. He's like, there's only so many scenes we can have of him eating something. Just get oh, him yeah. out of the movie. <laughs> he's costing us a fortune. Actually, no. They probably He was probably the least paid uh, actor in this movie. Not just because of screen time. You get paid by the amount of dialogue. Yeah, he had no words. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Unless like those he just ca- looked fat and dumb. Close <laughs> captioning count where it says like a fat kid eating. <laughs> That's like technically be child abuse where they're like, "Here, you're fat. Eat this. Eat this. Yeah, yeah. Do it for entertainment. Yeah, keep, keep eating it. <laughs> keep eating it. Yeah. Fat little shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking eat it. <laughs> Fucking eat it. <laughs> We're gonna break every one of your feet. We only have two. No, he'll grow more. <laughs> this hook's gonna come down and take you, and you're gonna die. <laughs> take little fat bastard. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to know what you guys think about the drastic uh, shift into the animation sequence where Ami is telling her story. I'm gonna be honest. I thought they did a good job with that, dude. Yeah, I, I just thought it was a very unique choice to go Coraline in the middle of a live action movie Mm -hmm. it was a very interesting choice it was kind of like their soft way of breaking into like the chaos that was going to ensue and kind of make it see oh kind of justify maybe how the characters look you know what i mean because they were a little bit more like because krampus was kind of like puppety i kept thinking like marionette puppet is kind of his face and shit and i'll uh i don't want clowns we'll get into stephen king clowns remember how terrible those things were I think it was that or attack of the clowns one of those movies um oh you ever seen those killer, killer clowns, clowns from, from outer space, space? 
They remind me of those cheesy ass little clowns. Mm-hmm. But those those guys are. I love that movie. That's, yeah, that that movie holds a special place in my heart. <laughs> yeah, my black black heart. <laughs> oh yeah, I've watched it so many times. I'm just like, you know, I terrible looking characters. But I can't look away. <laughs> They're and so much fun. Then I've got some interesting news for you. Chiodo Brothers have confirmed they have finished the script, and we could probably be seeing a sequel within the next year. Damn, how and, long's that been? Like, oh shit, that wasn't movie that was probably 80s? 87, 87, 88, somewhere around there. Shit, it's <laughs> as old as me. Yeah, dude, 30 some years. I haven't had my sequel yet. <laughs> <laughs> they keep getting eaten, my sequels. <laughs> I just run out of toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, I've I've sprayed my sequels a lot. Um so is it going to be now? I don't know how much you know about it, but do you think that they're going to make it modern? Um, I honestly don't with know. them. Okay, I do know that because the the writer and directors of that were also the guys that did the makeup effects because that's primarily what they did for a living. The Chiodo brothers were makeup effects guys, mm-hmm. special effects guys. So I know that they've finished a script. They're bringing back a lot of the surviving original cast. Okay. But that's really all I know. But I've also heard the same thing 10 years ago. Yeah. That it was greenlit and then it went through development hell and then completely shit canned. I hope they're able to reach back out to outer space and get those same killer clowns but I or do, hopefully get some new ones. I do know we are going to get a semi-quasi sequel because they're doing an attack of uh, killer clowns from outer space video game. Kind of like what they did with Evil Dead and Friday the 13th. Hmm. So that is coming out. I have seen the trailer for that one. Okay. So maybe they'll make it super ass gory and the video game will be super ass gory too. Oh, I get down so. on that. Yeah. Yep so the scene where the two cousins and i think it was wise to uh have it in the mix the way they did did you think that actually sounded like beth the voice did not sound right no not at it all. didn't sound anything like the daughter no and like it was very easy for them to be lured yeah. <laughs> by that you know oh. now that i think about it i feel like beth was the worst character i can't remember any good solid scene with her she just kind of screams a lot. Not true, true. She just like close the door. <laughs> Hand me the gun. <laughs> I'm going away now. <laughs> Please go away now. Can you get eaten by something? Did um do the hot the snowmall the snowman guys don't? They don't I, that was when I saw this movie in theaters. I was hoping the snowmen were going to come to life. Yeah, me too. I was hoping, but no, they just have the fucking elves. Be- hiding behind them and shit like every time something somebody gets taken a new snowman arrives Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like the it's a wonderful ice thing every time a bell rings an angel gets its wings (laughs) i like the snow tremor oh fuck yeah that thing was probably that's the first thing i saw thought of when i saw it in theaters was tremors yeah little grab boy just coming and getting them and the sound that they made was terrifying dude this it was yeah for not being as gory as i would have liked it to it was very like they use a lot of terrifying sounds and like um, effects to it, and I I really like the movie. I, I oh, yeah, I'm yeah. super stoked that I saw this. I wish I had seen it sooner. Honestly, mm. um, it, it, it's, it's a, a good, fun flick. It really is, and I love when uh, 
the the mom and her sister go up to the attic because they hear the girls scream. When you see the Jack in the Box, <laughs> just the visual of the fucking legs and feet sticking oh, out the yeah. mouth and slowly getting swallowed in. Mm-hmm. I fucking love that. They did such a good job on that fucking that that face <coughs> and that the little hands just being. Oh, oh yeah. even the fucking like the the angel oh, ornament. Mm-hmm. That thing was fucking creepy as fuck. For the being teddy just, bear. Oh yeah. Like the the designs on all their fucking the creatures mm-hmm. was fucking. Great. I applaud the shit out of that. Yeah. Well done. Like I wish they would because those were practical fucking effects. Mm-hmm. That's what the gingerbread man should have been. Yeah. A practical fucking effect. Yeah. That's what I mean. So like in visual effects, like whatever you do, you should always try to have a common theme among your characters. Mm -hmm. And it's just like the gingerbread. It's just like this strange element that just just doesn't fit in the scene. Like if you're going to make your characters look like a certain amount, don't just throw some weird Pixar gingerbread man. That's fair. Replace them with something else. Like you have an overall theme and you're only supposed to pick like a handful of themes in pretty much anything artful. And it's just like, if you throw something weird that doesn't fit, it just, you kill the cohesiveness. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, you're right. They could have fucking totally done without the, Dude, <laughs> the little no, gingerbread I, fucks, huh? It's not even do away with them. Just but if you'd made them make like it the same as all the other characters, or something, yeah, or... like you could have made some really cool gingerbread man. Yeah. yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Or yeah, like I see right they were doing it for years back in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Like full moon features had all their movies were about fucking demonic toys and puppets and shit like yeah how many fucking puppet master movies that they make and still fucking making and i want them to keep making more i love the puppet masters oh fuck yeah yeah those those were amazing I'm, i want to collect all the toys again i had them. i had lost the entire them. original set mm-hmm. including the mafesto one yeah i i had a couple of them and i've lost them throughout the years i want to get my hands back on more yeah. uh fullmoondirect.com okay <clears throat> The uh, some the toy shows and shit. I'm sure Comic Con's coming again soon, and sometimes they have them there. Yeah. Um, search of the booths. Yeah, but if you can get your hands on the original run of those. Mm-hmm. I can because they had Puppet Master, they had Subspecies. Those are actually worth some money right now. Yeah, they're, they're still in their boxes and everything. I'm cool even if I don't get them in the boxes. I just like them. You know what I mean? I. I've, I I know I have my pinhead laying around here somewhere. He's he's somewhere because that was the one I held on to. Um, oh, and I have every single one of my Michael Myers dolls that I've ever collected yeah. over the years. Gotta have them toy nerd shits. Oh, yeah. Every year when the new Movie Maniacs collection came out, would go to fucking Spencer's Gifts, get the entire fucking set. <laughs> the things that we do. Nerds have to have fucking hobbies. Fuck yeah. And watching movies and talking shit about them just happens to be another one. Yep. <laughs> well, I can talk shit about them. I've made them. <laughs> uh, I have to watch them, so. <laughs> you know, there's no market if there's no demand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll, we'll build that demand for you. You're like, yeah, this was fun. Do this again. Right. Tell me more about Santa Sack. <laughs> it's deep baby <laughs> see the other scene is that the- my bike <laughs> Jesus Christ you can't be you just get closer yeah. you want to you go see my reindeer <laughs> <laughs> so now we're pretty close to the scene where they're all trying to leave the house and Omni sacrifices herself what was the point of that what did she think was going to come of it I just don't think they knew what else to do with her. 
And they're just like, get her out of the movie. The, the, there is a good possibility in that. Oh, was make her make a wish. Look, we know she's not going to make it through the whole film, <laughs> but we need her just to cut out these couple of lines. Just get rid of her. Okay, that's fine. I like this idea. Like in that world, I don't know what her grand plan was. Like, I don't know. Maybe she's like, I've been running from this dude my whole life and I'm ready to face him. Yeah. Yeah, like that I can get, but like they, there's just a lot that they don't explain in this movie. No, and that's where I, that's why I'm like, I, I'd like to think about what they're actually like in the realm, but outside the realm, I think it was more like, well, we just need to get our cutter out and they kind of took a shortcut. Yeah. There, to be fair, there probably was more, but it was more like the studio being like, you got to cut some of that out. Yeah. Like I was actually hoping that there was going to be like an extended cut. Oh, when dude, the director's cut yeah, of that. I, I feel would, like that would be amazing. Yeah. And we never got one. Hey, if you're listening, G, hook it up. Right. <laughs> right, right. Is there a Mrs. Krampus? <laughs> God, I don't want to know what the hell that would look That's like. That's why he is the way he is. Because he's been married for all these years. He used to be nicer. It's her time of the month. And he's like, oh, God, it's Christmas again. So now I want to talk briefly about what I've mentioned earlier. Do it. The look of Krampus. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking cop out. Mm. That's a fucking cop out. If you oh, wow. look closely at the fucking like the close up of when they get right up on his face, mm-hmm. that's not what he looks like. He's wearing a Santa Claus mask. Because if you look around to the eyes, you can see the mask sticks away and there's a creature skin texture underneath it. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to see. I want to see the creature side of it, not a fucking thing wearing a deformed Santa mask. So that's what it was. He's wearing a mask. That's yeah. why I thought like marionette puppet thing. I thought they were just kind of going for that look. Yeah, mm. it literally looked fuck like I could see it though. But like, it, I just think they're doing it because they destroyed everything else, and it's the only thing that still makes ties like Christmas to the scene. Yeah, I I will get that. Mm. I will give that. Because it they is killed everything to, else, and it's like yeah. there's snow, and now there's just a demon. It's like, are we walk? Are we still trying to keep with the Christmas theme, or are we trying to? I feel like that might be part of it. Well, but yeah, he had hooves. It had to be some kind of demon or a yeah. satyr or something. Well, well not just hooves. Look at those big ass fucking horns he had. Yeah, it's a man bear pig. <laughs> <laughs> Climate change, motherfucker. <laughs> it was snowing. Extensively, but that—that that is honestly my biggest pet peeve with this movie is just the the look of that when they uh, you first get the reveal of what Krampus looks like, and I think I verbally in the theory you've got to be fucking kidding me. Nice, <laughs> my wife slapped me in the arm. Keep your voice down. <laughs> You're like a no, dude. I, I appreciate that, man. I like being in a movie and someone has smart comments, <laughs> and you just like makes a serious scene, and you just burst out laughing like. Yeah, he's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I want to go to the movies with this guy more often. Yeah, you need a beer, buddy? <laughs> he, he makes some valid points. <laughs> I remember going to uh, it was my birthday, and my family and I went to go see Bride of Chucky. And this, have you seen Bride of Chucky? Uh, maybe. There's a scene in which a character like is scared and gets out the back of his friend's van and steps in front of a semi. And when this semi hits him, he literally explodes. Yes. Fucking explodes. And when that happened, I like, because I wasn't expecting it, 
I haven't laughed so hard in my fucking life. <laughs> yeah. I had people turning around, looking at me, glaring at me. I'm like, I'm sorry if you don't think that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's fucking hilarious. That was amazing. And I don't know why you're not laughing with me. Something's actually wrong with you guys because you're not laughing. <laughs> yeah. Well, it kind of picks up the true horror fans. <laughs> yes. There's always some comedy to this. Yeah. Like, how serious are you going to be about people dying for the next two hours? Well, the, the, the over-exaggerated extravagant of that much blood and the impact. Like, we, you want to see that shit because that... And it's just something funny, like just being way over the fucking top explosive, just blood everywhere. You're like, yeah, that's because that's how you want it to be, because otherwise it's like they get hit by a fucking car and they tumble underneath it. You know, that's not going to happen. Yeah. You want to see some shit fucking explode. That's why you love that stuff. <laughs> well, it's like, uh, again, you just watched it. Um, International Horror and Sci-Fi Film Festival, when they were holding it in Tempe, man, my brother went and I think the Saturday night screening was of a night night around elm street and they mm. had uh heather Langenkamp, the actress that played nancy was there in the scene where johnny johnny depp gets sucked into the bed mm-hmm. and then the geyser happens yeah this is how you know what a horror fan is that entire theater erupted in cheers and applause (laughs) (laughs) like when the death targets fucking man we need more we need more events like that you know how much fun that sounds like oh yeah but you also went to the the same screening of victor crawley that i did that audience was doing the same damn thing over Mm. at the alamo draft house like when you go see a horror movie with a horror crowd it's a different beast. Yeah. It is a different beast. They need to advertise it that way and be like, this screening, there will be people cheering and yelling shit at the screen. Yeah, yeah I, right. I would pay for that. Like, you would make a movie believer. And you me. know, that <laughs> I'd be way. like, oh, I'm going for the comments. Yeah. It's like, being, it's like being on Reddit. You're like, all right. Like, I, I think horror fans are some of the most dedicated movie fans because you know, when the credits start to roll, the entire theater is going to applaud. Mm-hmm. You know that that's going to happen. Yeah. Because horror fans love their fucking movies. Yeah. It doesn't matter the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. And they'll even, they'll, they'll definitely, um, you know, speak their opinion if it sucked too. Like, what the fuck? Like you said, really? Fucking really? Yeah. That just happened at the very end of it. Like, I can see them standing up and turning around and like saying shit like that to the like people around. And they're like, I know, right? What was that all about? Like the the podcast we recorded last week was uh, for a film called Things Killing. Oh yeah, um, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I've never. I think I watched like ten minutes of it. I'm like, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, fair, my dude. <laughs> like, the movie. I think we even say it in the podcast. It is so bad. It's kind of like a car crash. You can't look away. You just keep fucking walking. And it's only an hour. Yeah. Like 60 minutes. You rubberneck it for a whole hour. Yeah. Oh, so they just went all in on that. They're like, they, they can deal with an hour of this. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize it was that short. It's probably yeah. like in my mind, I'm like, this is really going to be two hours of this crap. No, like, it's no. literally 61 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Their acting couldn't handle fucking more than that. It, it was definitely a trash movie, <laughs> but it had a couple bits that you, you're grateful for. You know what I mean? You appreciate it. <laughs> gobble, gobble, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. All right. I just had flashbacks. <laughs> nice tits, bitch. Yeah. Uh, on that, I need to go cook. <laughs> also, going back to that one thing that I didn't want to mention, how I thought it was funny is the the Alice bitch or whatever the the super slutty one. I love how she was so slutty that even he had to wrap it. 
Like oh, he, yeah, yeah, he fucks yeah. it with a turkey condom, but yeah. he's like, this bitch is so nasty. I'm going to have to wrap it like fucking for real, dude. Sorry. It was just this thing that popped in my head the other day when I was thinking about it. <laughs> the fact that it's a gravy flavored condom. Yeah, that was good too. <laughs> oh God. There's, but we talked enough about we Thanksgiving last yeah, week. Sorry. <laughs> I just had to, I had to drop that little. But where'd he leave the stuff in? <laughs> I mean, the stuffing's always good with gravy. It's got to be grave. Uh, <laughs> that they put the grave in gravy. Thanks, killing. Yeah, that actually would be a pretty good fucking tagline for that stupid ass movie. KFC, it's like you know, mashed potatoes and gravy. Spooky, come and do you know? Pay me for that if you guys end up using it. Future marketing guy. So for uh, this is one thing I was wanted to ask a little bit ago. Um, when Krampus's elves show up, mm-hmm. what did you think of the design of the elves? Meh. That's kind of what I thought. Yeah, they look like a bunch of dudes running around in porcelain masks. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they didn't go so hard on that. It reminded me of like going to a theater to see like a live action kind of thing. Were they supposed to be like Nutcrackers or like Pinocchio Fox or it's something? It's literally just Toys? his version of elves. It's mm. almost like the Nutcracker, but like instead of actual, I don't know what they're supposed to look like. But they didn't look like elves. They and they didn't look like anything. You could have made and some they really cool. served no purpose to the the plot. No, because no, they didn't do anything. They were little pussies. Yeah, yeah, they weren't hurting anybody. That's I was for more sure. scared of the snowman that literally did nothing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> good point, right? Yeah, because they just kind of sit around him and do nothing. Like, hi, we're not going to hurt you, but we're going to be all creepy around you. Like, I got enough uncles like that. Fuck off, you know? <laughs> yeah, obviously, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. We're just here to look ominous. Yeah, I I think they shit the bed on that one. That's fair. Uh, Is there anything in this movie that you would have changed or added? You know, we always want more gore. Oh, yeah, that's a gimme. Mm-hmm. The comedy had to just, like, I think we said this before, the comedy had to justify the lack of the gore. Um, you're right. I think it would have been tight to maybe see, like, the actual real Krampus. Is there any kind of Fumi film that does depict what the real Krampus looks like? <laughs> Do you want a good one or a bad one? Um, well, There's a shit ton of Krampus movies. Oh, okay. Shit ton of them. Not a single one of them's good, See, except this one. But okay. I can kind of get where they're going with Krampus, because in a way, like <coughs> Krampus is the shadow of Santa Claus. Yeah, and Santa Claus, like, dude, he's still appealing to kids. Mm-hmm. So I almost feel like they did do a good job appealing to like well, the spirit of Christmas, like a fucked up Santa Claus. I think yeah. that's what they're going for, especially with a PG rating, and they know that there's going to be kids younger than the age of thirteen in the theaters to see this movie. This is rated PG. PG-13. Oh, PG-13. Okay. Yeah. So hmm. they knew kids were going to get in to see this movie with their families. Like so a, I understand they can't go too scary, scary with it. They have to maintain that line. Well, and it's just, line. it's so the, still Christmas. Like, mm. it's kind of like, uh, uh, what was that? Uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, even there, it's like, it works. They're all character lookings, but it's still Christmassy. You got mm-hmm. There's always going to be this certain Christmas look to it. And if you go too hardcore, it's like it's no longer a Christmas movie. Mm. Oh, I don't disagree with that. It's a hard blend. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So then, yeah, that is the thing that I would change is I want to rate our version of it. 
Yeah, I'm honestly surprised the studios never released one, or the Maybe. director didn't release one. Is there a sequel to this by Peter Jackson? No. <laughs> the, and Michael Bay had a baby. No, Peter, you ever seen that Peter Jackson movie? We got like the world record for all the blood. Oh fuck yeah! What you you, you and I were talking about it? I'm gonna. Sh- there's so good. There's two so movies good. before he did. Because he was a lot different filmmaker before Lord of the oh, Rings. He's okay. known for like having the most gory movie ever made. What the, the fuck? The first has? one is called Bad Taste. Okay. Bad Taste is gory as hell, goofy as hell. Uh-huh. But the one I believe he's talking about, it, overseas it was released as Brain Dead. Yeah. In the United States, we know it as Dead Alive. It is one of the most violent movies I've ever seen in my life. Dude, at some point... You his... literally see two fucking zombies fucking on a table. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and then he tries to kill the zombies, but they keep like coming back to life because you can't kill them. Yep. And so he gets a lawnmower and just starts running, running over, them over. And, over. Yeah. and these little and pieces keep point... running over, so he just keeps going. Yeah. It's like everything just turns to blood. And at some point, he literally picks the fucking lawnmower up and just runs at chopping people. Like, it is gory like, as fuck. I don't know if it still holds true, but at one point it had the world record for yeah. the most blood ever used in any movie. Yep. Like Peter Jackson, Lord of the Rings. That used Where over. Where the fuck have I been? It, How, it, and it is, is the it, greatest movie you'll ever see. It is great. You guys are quote unquote my friends and been holding this fucking treasure from me from a very for a very long time. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't seen it because I remember like it just came on one night. Me and my mom were watching. I'm mm-hmm. like. Peter Jackson, no, like I didn't know he made more horror when movies. When was the shit made? And then like I saw this, I'm like, oh, he went hard in the paint. <laughs> Probably like 89. 89, okay. All right, man. I'm actually gonna look this up. I'm... So that means it's gonna have 89 graphics or special effects and shit or whatever. Oh yeah, no, think mm. like Evil Dead, but like with way more gore. Okay, I can dig on that, man. Uh, I can appreciate and love that. Uh, and the storyline's just so ridiculous that you, it's it's just mm-hmm. ridiculous. It's good though. It's not overdone. It's almost Evil Dead-ish. Fucking love Evil Dead. I'll be down to watch that <laughs> Let's shit. Let's put too. it this way. It doesn't give the exact amount of fake blood used in Dead Alive. But this movie goes through uh, blood in the pace of five gallons per second of screenshot, screen time. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well played, gentlemen. I want to see this. It's Peter a, Jackson, Mister Lord of the Rings, dude. <laughs> because he, uh, I'm trying to think, because he did that movie, then he did Heavenly Creatures, then he went back to the the horror movies with the Frighteners. The if Frighteners, you, like with Michael J. Fox, right? Yeah, that was Peter Jackson. Oh. How I love the Frighteners. Yep. I enjoyed it. I mean, for what it was. He didn't go as over the top as he did when he was making his movies in New Zealand, but yeah. Like Dude, Peter Jackson is really underrated in a lot of ways you mm. don't realize. You only know him for Lord of the Rings, but if you go into his discog do it's mm. wild what yeah. he's put together. He's like, done everything. Like have oh. you seen Heavenly Creatures? I haven't seen that. That movie is well, fuck with your head. Okay, it good. Is weird. It's got uh, Kate Winslet's in it, and it's a trip, trippy fucking movie. Did he write that one too, or just direct it, or what? Oh, wrote it. Mm-hmm. I like the mindfuck ones, but yeah, I definitely recommend watching Dead Alive. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's a movie that came out in the early 2000s called Black Sheep. It is a love letter to 
those fucking movies because it was it was also a New Zealand picture, but it went the crazy over the top way that Peter Jackson was known for in the late eighties. And I bet you never knew he was known for over the top. Mm. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Did you ain't see nothing? You let me know when you watch that. I'll come over for that. Right. I'll, I'll definitely um, put it on the that movie is the so good. That's <laughs> yeah, fun as fuck. <laughs> okay, back to Krampus. 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 Uns Krampus. Uns Papa Krampus. So we talked about the the writing. We talked about the acting, lighting, and cinematography. What'd you think? It worked. Yeah, I, I think. I think the the fact that they shot ninety five percent of this movie was shot completely on a soundstage, that helped with the closed in claustrophobic feeling that the movie was supposed to have. So what does that mean to educate me? What's a soundstage? Literally, like where they say like an airplane <laughs> hangar that mm. they build everything. Universal build Studios. Yeah. So they're just on a studio set. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like they didn't go outside the studio to do it. Mm. They just built a set and like it seems like with that they just kind of built up the set, slowly destroyed it. Yep. And then you're just left with almost nothing towards the end. Well, it was just a house. Well, that's that the thing. The... Like they built the house and everything you see that's outdoors, uh-huh. that is also built on the soundstage. Yeah, that make Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's tight. So that would explain how they would do the tremor shit like that. You yep. have it underneath cuz they can get to the ground yep. and all that noise. Okay. Yeah. And that way, like when you build like a house, you can see like that. When you build it, you're going to do it with flyaway walls. Mm-hmm. So you're not confined to shooting like on, again, like lo- on locations. You are really, you are held back and limited to what kind of shots you can do in c- camera placement just because you can't take down somebody's fucking walls. But when you build a set, you can actually put will there's wheels on the bottom of it and you just swing a wall out so you can get a wider shot that you wouldn't be able to get like let's say if we were shooting in your house Mm. so there is advantages to completely building your sets as opposed to shooting on location especially something like that dude they destroy the house they destroy the neighborhood and it's just easy to just like melt it down on the soundstage and work around it yeah like did i show you I think I'll have to look it up on my phone. I think it's still there. Silly Simon. Finally, this dude released. It was a, uh, a short film that I was director of photography on. And we built the entire set on the soundstage at Collins. Mm-hmm. And we had the flyaway walls so we can. It was, it was fun. Yeah. A whole lot of fun. Cool thing to orchestrate. Yeah. It um, does sound like fun. Do you know what the. The budget was for this movie. Ooh, I actually did not look that up, but there is an app for that. There is. Thanks, internet. Yep. Why do I need to learn something for life when I can learn it for five seconds? <laughs> Thanks, Google. <laughs> fifteen million. Fifth. This was a fifteen million to make this movie. Yep. But look at the actors they used. It makes sense. They did have a lot of for the time frame that this movie came out, two thousand fifteen. Those were pop, very popular actors. They were getting a lot of screen time. Like, was that really that much longer than Step Brothers? No, Step Brothers was probably 2013. So that's it, what I mean. That one dude was yeah. like pretty much the top of his game right there. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. just post 
stepbrother. So I guarantee he he got paid well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Adam Scott for all the work that he does. Tony Coletti. Yeah. So they had decent. Like the cast was fucking really great. Yeah. For the most part. I mean, dude, they got fucking Krampus to show up. I mean, that <laughs> shit's not a cheap thing to just get. He's, he's a busy motherfucker. There's a lot of goddamn bad kids, right? Well, what, from what I understand, is all you have to do is like uh, lose all hope. Uh, <laughs> that's a hell of a price to pay. Yeah. Lose all hope and be a dick. <laughs> have you met anybody outside? But I mean, I don't think Krampus ever met Hollywood. So he's just like, oh, right. yo, you guys are, are sick. <laughs> yeah, so you guys are on another level, actually. He's like, you're already hopeless. Like yeah, no, I, I can't. I can't help. There muscles. ain't a damn thing I can do. <laughs> Y'all fucked up. Is this Harvey Weinstein? Oh my oh god. god! You call me a monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go to. The, I'm gonna get my my hooves painted and go sit on the beach and really self reflect. You know. You know what Krampus never did? Force you to suck his dick for screen time. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's like, I did that for free. <laughs> Yeah, but look at them chops. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just sucked your dick for free. I didn't care about screen time. <laughs> Damn it, Krampus. We told you to stop doing that shit. I have an addiction. <laughs> so, with all that being said, we're still, no, we're still going to talk about this. I just want to go around and do, would you guys recommend the movie? And if you give it a ranking from one to 10, what would you give it? Oh, I can't wait to hear what you're ranking because you always. Like I, you I criticize yourself on your ranking system. I don't systems. know why. I, I got special needs when it comes to fucking. We're our biggest critic. I'd say like, I give it like a seven. Was mm. like, and especially now that I've seen it a second time, because I did see it when it came out, and like after seeing it a second time through, I'm like, you know, I appreciate this a lot more than I did before. Like, it really is well written. If someone was like, um, "Oh man, I was thinking about seeing Krampus," you know, would you would you tell them to see it? I is it worth that. their time? I don't know, man. Because the thing is, if it's a horror person, yeah, definitely. If it was your average person, no. Mm. But, dude, your average person doesn't have great taste anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're yeah. going to be like, I want to see uh, Spider-Man. You're like, <laughs> yeah, this film ain't for you, man. <laughs> yeah, I heard Krampus was in Spider-Man. You're fucking retarded. Get away from my face. Is there a, a Tony Stark? No, 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 no. Yeah. This is like the opposite of that. <laughs> right. How many Smurfs are in this one? I want to oh, see more. God. I want to see more minions get eaten by Mickey Mouse. What the fuck have you been watching? I don't know, but I want it to be real. Um, yeah, so, so, uh, it, cinematography was beautiful. The music was good. Again, I did like the special effects. The character design for some of them were kind of like whatever. Um, I did like the menacingness of like <clears throat> how big and watching the Krampus like climb out of the um the fireplace the fireplace and shit like that was cool i mean and again i never heard of krampus before so just kind of coming out of nowhere and seeing everything that krampus represents from this point of view of this portrayal of it um i liked it i thought it was neat uh i i'd give it yeah i'd give it a six i think that's fair for six and a half yeah yeah yeah, i agree with that um i would watch it again i would tell people to see it if they haven't seen it just because it's a fucking PG-13 version of something maybe you haven't heard of. And, yeah. you know, and I yeah. would imagine that you take the idea or concept behind it and you could really fucking make it dark as shit and like oh, yeah. really badass. I think that like that leaves 
you to your own imagination of what this could really be. And this is like a good like. Put Guys want to write a movie? Uh, dude, I'm down. I would fucking kill to <laughs> write a movie. Mm-hmm. I've got the screenwriting software to do. I've got all the barrels of blood in my backyard already. I can get a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> it all starts with a hammer, Jesse. <laughs> That's all we need. Rocket hammer. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, I definitely recommend. It's a pretty universal yeah. tool, man. It does. You need a death scene? Hammer. Yeah. You Every need a time. set built? Hammer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a jack of all trades, man. I can act and build a set. Yeah, with my hammer. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely recommend this movie. I don't have to recommend it to horror fans. Horror fans, chances are they've already seen it. Um, if you're hesitant about whether or not to watch it or not, there's a worse way to spend an hour and 40 minutes out of your day. There's many worse ways of going. Like it. talking to your family? <laughs> <laughs> Depending on your family. Look, you can tell me about your day and how school was amazing or whatever. I don't listen anyways, but I'm going to watch Krampus. I don't know, though. This is like one of those movies that you watch with your family and you're like, so what do you think of that? See, it's kind of like us, right? That's not a bad idea, yeah. right? We can portray this scary demon monster thing. <coughs> you're an asshole. It's going to come take you away, right? You know, it watches you. You can all be like, hey, Uncle Joe, that's kind of like you, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this monster's going to eat your face, children. Be nice. Yeah, but I'll, I'd give this movie a 7.5. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a good doorway movie into Michael Doherty's work. Um if you can handle this one, work your way up to Trick or Treat, which is a much hard, is very much a hard R movie, um, but definitely worth the watch. And this movie has crept its way into my yearly watch it every holiday season. Mm-hmm. At least throw it on once. Yeah, there's there's way too many. It's kind of like Halloween. There's way too many seasonal fucking horror movies for me to watch more than once because I have to. I have a lot to fit in in a short amount of time. Yeah, right. You're like, I can only masturbate so much in one day, bro. <laughs> like, it was hard coming up with a list to do for this December to tr- cut it down to four fucking flicks. Yeah, I mean, if and we went pretty hard. I mean, we were cranking them out. We were doing two a week, right? Yeah, just um, to line up with fucking Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, this these have been a blast, dude. I love just sitting down, watching some shit, having a good ass time I talking think that about one it. One week we actually recorded three podcasts in one week. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, man. And, and cranked them out. We, I love having more people on it. We definitely want to have like more voices. Oh yeah, no, this is fun, especially mm-hmm. for me, dude. I don't watch movies, so I'll give you my honest opinion. Yeah, they don't have to and be horror that's, movies. That's what we look for. Like ever since I started doing this kind of thing, like this originally started as a MySpace blog for me back in the fucking day. Oh, that's cool. Then I went to my website. Then I went to YouTube, all this crap. And now we're just in, in the audio form. Um, but it's always been 100% honest. I don't give a fuck if you like my opinion, if I offend you by something I say, as the intro says, change your fucking tampon i don't have time for that see man i spend all my time in music so it's like once i do that like i'll either read or just something else but i'm like that keeps me occupied and i appreciate when i have people who are like hey you want to go see this i'm like yeah i have no clue what it is but it's great because you can show me almost any movie and i'm gonna be like i don't know anything about spoilers because like i was checked out during that time (laughs) yeah yeah i did that with breaking bad i saw it like probably 10 years after it was made 
Oh, wow. And I didn't know any of the spoilers. I just went through that whole thing. I'm like, yo, this show is crazy. Yeah, yeah. right. None yeah. of it was ruined for me. And I love it. And I kind of do that a lot now. Yeah, man. I mean, Saturday night, come over, hang out with some home, you know, homies and watch a movie. Could be good. Could be completely awful. And then just like, yeah, let's just rip on her for, you know, like a standard period of time. And, yeah. you know, not a bad way to spend your Saturday night, you know, just hanging out, talking shit to, about something. I'm down, man. See, when I watch this movie, like, the it makes me want more films from this director. Mm -hmm. Like I, I love his vision, but he hasn't made a movie in three years. The last movie he made was uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. That the, was new, the newest, newest one? The one before uh, Godzilla versus Kong. The one with Mothra and shit? Yep. Hmm. I watched that one a couple of times. I liked it. He um, didn't write it. Let me clarify and say so that. So what did he do then? He was the director. Okay. Um, and he hasn't done anything since it has nothing on the docket lined up to come out. So I don't know what the hell has happened to him. He's I, just kind of like checked out. Hmm. Or maybe that Godzilla shit fucked him up. He's like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't uh, know if people like that one. I just like Godzilla. I don't give a shit if it fucking sucks. I like Godzilla. That's the thing. I'm a Godzilla fan. Mm hmm. Never seen it. Those movies were polarizing as fuck they should, when they came out. They shit on them or what? Uh, Either you loved them or you hated them. Mm -hmm. It like divided audiences completely, especially with the look of Godzilla. I think, mm. let me get it straight. Okay. This is much better than whatever that bastardized thing that Matthew Broderick was in back in the 90s Godzilla that just looked like a goddamn T-Rex running through New York. Yeah, that was pretty but, shitty. Like in these new ones, God, Godzilla had a very pronounced long neck mm -hmm. he's stubby it doesn't look like godzilla yeah that's my been, biggest complaint just been hitting the fucking the, the gym man i don't know man i feel traps. like like i haven't seen the movies all the way through but you can't mess with the original aesthetics of that godzilla man that's something about that old time horror look. Yep. you just can't stop touch that oh i love i, I still watch them man in a rubber suit mm -hmm. <laughs> i love them and then awful that just that that horrible sound that they used to make for him Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't even imitate the sound, but I can hear it in my head right now, and yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I've never tried to imitate it, and I'm not going to start now. <laughs> Used to be my old pickup line: just go up to chicks to make that sound. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something. <laughs> <laughs> Where <are> you going? <laughs> We're taking you on a date. <laughs> She's like, "Why are you scaring Asians right now, dude? I don't even know. It's just..." It's what I do. Do you want to go get a pizza and scare Asians together? Yes. Okay. You know how are they scared of a man in a rubber suit? It's because they can't see him clearly. Yeah. Oh. He's been hiding in their bushes for two weeks. They just let him be there because they're nice. Oh God! I hear him tasting himself. Uh, so next week we're gonna be discuss. I'll let you choose which one. Okay. We're, we can flip flop them. We can do Silent Night, Deadly Night. Mm. Or we can do one I guarantee you haven't seen. And you'd probably get a kick out of it. Santa's Slay starring WWE and WCW's Bill Goldberg as Santa Claus. Oh, yes. <laughs> it okay. is fucking hilarious. It's, I'll, I'll give you fair warning. It is awful. Yeah. But it's so bad. It's good. Like, think it's killing awful? 
<laughs> way better than that okay way i mean i've seen better. silent dead and i you know and obviously i saw that shit when i was a little kid so i probably need to see something new that i haven't and then maybe you know, it's so. all cool though because we can talk shit about it and it'll be a lot of fun yeah i'm down yeah you you down to come oh, back for santa I'm, I'm, I'm so down to be oh, a dick too <laughs> all right God, you're such an asshole <laughs> so i look forward to actually talking about that one especially uh when you guys see the cast they have for the opening sequence you're gonna be like this is where all the money went. <laughs> if they have, it's a good opening scene. Like like high class porn stars. Just Let's put it this way. One of the town. people that was in the movie was in the original Godfather. Oh. <laughs> wow, so they spent money. It was one of the grandmas that made pasta. <laughs> Sonny, they got James Conn actually be in it. So you got like James Conn, I think Chris Kattan is in there, who was very still popular off of snl at the time mm-hmm. like it's a it's a fun movie huh. it'll be nice to go back because i probably haven't hey, watched that movie in about 10 plus years you know it's a horror show snl right yeah. <laughs> lately i stopped watching i haven't it. watched it in so damn long this, this mm-hmm. movie cannot be worse than snl mm-hmm. sorry <laughs> definitely worse things you can be doing on a saturday night yeah <laughs> i've definitely done some worse things on a saturday night to watch it well, I don't know. That's that's kind of a I high I tried bar. to watch the Dave Chappelle stuff, and like, I basically just watched his monologue and was like, oh, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's all the TV I need for today. <laughs> Thanks for listening, y'all. Go watch some horror movies, and we'll catch you next time. Be a whore for horror. Yes, <laughs> I'm into that. Uh, <laughs> and I want to thank everyone for listening. I want to thank Jesse for joining us this week. Fuck yeah, welcome, and- Jess. You are welcome any time you want to come down. It's always fun oh, to no. have another voice, man. For sure, dude. This so was a blast. Like, I'm so down. So definitely tune in next week when we discuss Santa's sleigh. And as always, till next time, kitties. Thank you for listening to this. We hope you have enjoyed your time. Come back to the Movie Pit Podcast each week for a new movie review podcast. The Movie Pit is produced by Ryan Boozer Johnson and Seth Chapman. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual hosts. May not reflect the views of RMJ Media.